I do need pizza. But the answer to that question is always yes. Follow a map to the fucking pizza. <laughs> pizza map. Pizza map. The Yak Babies. Sex, presidents, and sometimes books. Welcome to Yak Babies, the only podcast on the internet sponsored by Surly Seth's Crab Dungeon. Leave your carapace at home. Hmm. I was going to hear a personal pal's brick. Are they dungeonous crabs? No, that's oh. a pretty good joke. I hadn't thought about that, and I like that. <laughs> Surly says crab dungeon. Ness. Well, need some work. Just that's good. Dungeonous like dungeon. Dungeonous dungeon. That's mm. even better. Yeah. That could have turned that. Listen, promo. Surly Seth, hit me up for your copywriting. <laughs> I get paid in crab. <laughs> that could have turned that sponsor from a hmm into a hmm. <laughs> <laughs> The, the the scale is no response, hmm, which is what I'm doubtful of myself. And then there's yeah. the expectant wait for the laugh that no one gives and then outrage <laughs> yeah. that no one laughs. It's because we're so professional that sponsors yeah. don't mind when we live critique their copy. <laughs> now, good question is, do crabs have carapaces? I didn't know. I just wrote that. I would say yes. Okay. I would, is a shell and a carapace the same thing? Great question. I, I have no idea. enough. Yeah. For, yeah. I mean, you know, we're not scientists. <laughs> You know so Seth is. Yeah, he's going to be mad at us. This isn't about crabs. This is about maps. Yeah. We are the Yak Babies. Oh, we didn't introduce our erstwhile personal pal, Dave. Person <laughs> who would be or here me. if he had a map. Yeah. 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 Dave did not get the map to this week's episode, so he's out. But we all have maps in various forms and books we're reading. Today's topic, or this week's topic, is maps in literature. One of the true thrills as a young reader, I think especially, is opening a book and finding a map in the first part. It fucking rules. I always loved it. That's an exciting part of reading Tolkien, certainly, is extensive maps drawn by the author to show you where these worlds are, what's going on there. Do you guys have strong memories of books with maps in them? Yeah. When you had books with maps, did you go back and look at them and like chart them as you followed the journey or just kind of like a bookend thing? I would copy them. Really? Yeah. Like by would... hand? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. For, the, for the Red Wall books specifically. Uh, yeah. yeah. They had... Yeah. They all had maps in the front, and uh, I, I like to, I like the way they looked. Yeah, they had that like treasure map. Yeah, this is the Tolkien books have a similar. Yeah, like, totally. Yeah, and I just really liked it. And then I would like make my own maps, that look like them of like right my town or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would I would really pour over those, and I would like flip back to them at the different chapters to like mm. see where the different characters are. If there's, you know, if there's multiple like narrative presence or whatever right yeah yeah they're great yeah nico yeah i like maps uh so the so one of the the this book i'm reading jerusalem has yeah. has a map of burrows in it awesome. and and i mean at, the writer is like absolutely obsessed with this place which is his home hometown yeah he's basically and, a kind of little hermit who lives in northampton yeah yeah so that this is like this little neighborhood in Northampton in the UK. And it's probably, I don't know, 10 blocks square. That's cool. And like most of the novel takes place in this. And then also like his characters will maybe a little too much describe exactly what street they're walking down and mm. which street they get to and which way they turn and what they see and where, where they're going. So I, so I've tried to follow that on this map and then maybe i should just copy it because like flipping <laughs> yeah. back and forth is is tough 
yeah, do a brick did make your own version yeah. of the map and like the big little chart. Yeah, yeah, I like that especially because that I think you know maps are often or you know a, a common occurrence in fantasy literature, right? Like mm-hmm. you know uh, foreign or strange worlds that we could never access. But I like the idea of transposing that idea onto a real place mm-hmm. yeah. and making Northampton seem like a place of fantasy adventure uh, through just the creation of the maps. Like here's like this mystical right. realm of you know Northampton. Right. Yeah. And it is it is like it's, it's like some of the storylines take place like far in the past. Mm. And uh and it is kind of a more mystical place. Yeah. So you, Brick, you mentioned making your own maps as a story maker as a child too, so you made your own for your own stories. Yeah, well I, I lived on a large piece of property mm. when I was a kid. So we would like go out in the woods and make forts in different places and then we'd all get a name and then we'd make a map on how to get to the different forts and, and all cool. that. It was it was mm. fun. Yeah. To do a lot of that. Yeah. And then like naming our own landmarks. Yeah. So there's like a little little stream or whatever and then suddenly it was, you know, Bricks Bog or whatever you know. Right. And that was just we used to do that a lot, my brother and I. Yeah. Think about making maps that I always a problem that I ran into as a kid, and even as an adult, I've done it for like maybe on like Christmas cards and birthday cards and stuff like that for people with like maps on them sometimes. Mm-hmm. Is I want to include every possible terrain in the little world I created. So there's like mountains and a desert and a forest and a lagoon. It's like things you don't see in any landform naturally ever but it's like well i want to have everything i want to have a desert here why not it seems fun i I think one of the appeals for those kind of like like fantasy style maps specifically is they're they're pretty sparse yeah you know and they're very symbolic Mm. right there's not it's not like a terrain map most of the time it's like there's like three triangles over there where the mountain is right and over here is a couple trees because this is the forest right and it has that i don't know they 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 do a good job of getting your head in the in the realm of another space without being an illustration you know yeah without being overly detailed yeah yeah you're just kind of thinking about the landmarks Right. I mentioned a comic a while, maybe a couple of years ago, called Strange Adventures by Tom King. And it was drawn by Mitch Garretts and Doc Shainer, which I quite enjoyed. I like Tom King stuff a lot. And one of the artists, Doc Shainer, had made a map of Adam Strange's planet that he was on. And it was never published. It was never in the book. Uh, but he put it on Twitter. And it was like, I made this map just to know what was going on for myself because he also likes maps and stories. And I was like, damn, that's coming up to the bit. Like, making your own map for the story that you're writing, you're not going to publish it. It's not going to be part of the collected edition, but it's there just so you had it for your own personal interest is pretty cool. I really like looking at that, too. Mm. Speaking of comics, kind of like a adjacent, it's not a map exactly, but I always loved in comics when they would put like a special, like an annual out maybe, or like a anniversary edition, like a 100th issue or a 50th issue, whatever. And they would include a diagram of the superhero's hideout. Mm. And it was like... Yeah all the locations like the x-mansion yeah. or the bat cave or whatever or the fortress of solitude and you saw shit that you never saw in the comics like here's superman's like rec room or whatever and i yeah. just like fucking love that shit so yeah. much it was so cool yeah yeah I used to draw those oh yeah kinds of things yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. yeah me too <laughs> like bases yeah totally. it's under the mountain and you get those cool the helicopter flies out you know star wars <laughs> books that shows the layout of the different ships and yeah stuff. yeah yeah all yeah. the different decks mm-hmm. yeah like little like <laughs> here's the portal where the bat like mobile comes in and out and yeah oh, yeah oh god i loved all that stuff yeah for sure and all like the associate the diagrams of the cars too that was always awesome mm-hmm. have you guys ever used a map to, with something you're writing, like as you're writing it, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I guess I've never written anything that would require it, though. I mean, while you're while you're writing, like a story. Mm. No, I I did I did this last year. Yeah, 
because I was writing this book that was like in a town in California in the mid uh, kind of mid apocalypse and everything's kind of falling apart. So that, I, mean, I hate this. this oh dear. Nice. It looks good. It's pretty good. I'm impressed with that map. Um, well, it's mostly a Google map. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we drew over it. Like all of the streets and things. And the, the yellow and the blue are Google Map, and then I added to it. Wait, so because, is it an actual place? Did you use a Google yeah, Map? Yeah, it's like an a actual basis? place. It's oh, not that place, gotcha. but it's an actual place that I found on Google Maps. Oh, okay. But I did that because I I got a Fiverr person to, and I described like this thing, and the map that they drew me was, was this. And I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> it's a bit different. <laughs> That's more the Tolkien style kind of. Yeah, yeah, and I needed more of like, uh, like to actually keep straight where shit was in right. my own head. Like maybe right. not even to put in a, a book, but yeah, you know, for myself. Right. I think that's helpful if it's like you know. Yeah. Like that makes sense. I like I, Brick was saying I've never written anything. I think most stuff written takes place in like one room. So yeah. <laughs> Or two. Have you ever... So, like, a thing people can do is, like, create Google Map. Yeah. In other word, paths or, yeah. or whatever. So, like, mm. you can download, like, a filter for Google Maps that shows you all, like, the Ulysses location in in Dublin, right? Yeah. Right. Or, um, you know, you can follow Kerouac's On the Road, uh, like, overlaid through. Right. Has ever, you ever engaged with any of that? No, that sounds cool, though. Yeah. They should do like a Pokemon Go style thing for Ulysses, where you can like also like a little like <laughs> fucking Molly Bloom comes out, you have to yeah. catch her. <laughs> Cross piss streams in a bunch of different yeah. spots. Yeah. <laughs> Smell her farts. There's um, there's also a uh, account I follow on Instagram called Maps by Danica hmm. that does uh, like adds maps to uh, certain pieces of literature. Is it Danica McKellar? No, it's some too bad. I don't know some woman named Danica, uh, but the maps are cool. And then there's also like I'm trying to find the one that was really good. But anyway, it was like I think it was Bram Stoker, mm. and, and it was like a map of this scene where the guy sees somebody across, like a woman being attacked across the river, and she like finds the place where he was and where the thing oh, was cool. and then like follows the path that he takes and like goes around yeah. and then finds her like dying and then she does a lot more like like this this is like places in emma oh cool yeah i think i think those are pretty cool we i mean i made a google map uh for something i can't talk about on the podcast but you guys know about it mm. uh, a secret project that was fun about a book <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's cool i like that idea i like the idea of like sort of almost like a second uh, this is a cringe term, I guess, but like second screen experience for your reading by having this like <laughs> map of the place and be able to go to it and see it, whatever. That's kind of cool. Yeah. No. I think it it also just helps. Like, I don't always necessarily visualize exactly what's happening. Yeah. You know, like I don't put everything quite in the way. So like having the map there kind of clarifies yeah. a bit. You know, what's funny is I do visualize things, but I have like weird presets. So whenever something takes place in a rural setting. I internally set it at my grandparents' house <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, who had lived in a rural setting. And it's like I sort of transmute the action to this place and like it more or less like, I mean, it doesn't take much to make it add up, whatever. Right. But it always like takes place there because I spent so much time there as a kid and I have like strong associations with that place. But it's like I default to it. 
So I was like, right. a, a thousand books have been set at my grandparents' house. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, listeners, tell us about your favorite literary maps. What books do you go to with maps that you love? Or do you make your own maps? Or we don't know more about that. It's cool. I thought it's projects. Tweet at us and let us know that. We're at Yak Babies on Twitter. And of course, you can email us as well at yakbabiespodcast at gmail.com with those thoughts and ideas. We want to hear those if you'd like to share them with us. And then if you're craving more Yak content, go to patreon.com slash yakbabies where you can get our bonus podcast for $1 a month. You can get all of our bonus stuff there. There's games and Broadway conversations and a whole separate podcast called 101 Ghost Jokes Ranked, a, a really in-depth project that's going to have an update soon. So look for that too. So all that for a dollar, well worth it. Well worth time for sure if you're looking for that. And then we have our merch store, tinyurl.com slash shackbabies. We can get posters, t-shirts, books, mugs, probably underwear as well. Bricks designs in them, all very funny and cool and good. The Until Yak then, Babies Yak would babies, like to thank all off. the loyal listeners, and especially their patrons, both past and present, including Michael, Bonnie, Sebastian, David, Roger, Kathleen, Bailey, Andrew, Gilbert, and William Howard Taft. Oh.